Hello everybody, thank you once again for downloading this podcast. My name is Brian Rundle and this is Ron's House Podcast. This is the time of the music where I start to talk. Before I get started, I want to report something that I'm excited about and you certainly may not be. And this is one of the very first times that I'm going to tell any listeners of this podcast I don't care whether you want to hear this or not. Now, I know that comes across very rude, but I'm excited and I can't hold back my excitement. As you guys may or may not know, it's March Madness time. It is the annual college basketball tournament where you start with 64 teams, then it whittles down to 32, then down to 16, 8, four, and then the final two play for the national championship. My Miami Hurricanes, who had very low expectations this year, are in the Sweet 16. Do you know what that means? That means they were in the original round of 64. They won their first game, made it down to the 32, won their second game. There's only 16 teams left, and they're one of them. So paint me as excited and someone who just felt like reporting that to any listener of my podcast. Now, of course, I know you're not here to hear about the Miami Hurricanes, but we are going to talk a little bit more about sports because if you are on social media or if you are around any people who have zero tolerance for what they consider nonsense— One of the biggest tragedies and stories has happened in the last week that make the Russian attack of Ukraine, 9-11, and COVID look like, I don't know, what's a good analogy? Look like, I don't know, just come up with your own analogy that I didn't prepare this part very well. Just come up with your own analogy that would... Make it sound like all those three wrapped into one mean absolutely nothing because just recently, a woman named Leah Thomas won her very first NCAA swimming championship. Now you might say, hold on, B-Run, you just gave us three major examples. You had us wrap it into one and said this was a tragedy. What's so tragic about a female swimmer winning her first college swimming championship? Well, I'm going to tell you. I found this out because Facebook, social media is a buzz about it. Like, holy hell, what is going on? Well, it turns out Leah is a transgender woman. And she was racing against other women. And people went nuts that a former man was racing against women. So let me start off by saying this. I've been a sports fan my entire life. And only because this story has somehow generated a lot of buzz... I'm going to give my opinion as to whether or not I agree 
with the fact that a woman who used to be a man should be competing in sports with other women. My personal opinion on this is they should not be. And if you've heard my show, you will understand I am a defender and I am an advocate of the LGBTQ community. And forgive me if I left out any letters there. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm just saying I, I'm, maybe I'm a little lazy there. I don't, I don't know all the letters. I do apologize if I left out any of the letters there. But I don't believe that if you used to be a man, that you should be competing with women in sports. But that is as light of an opinion as I have with pretty much any other light opinions or something that is really not that big of a deal for me personally. And I would suggest that it's really not that big of a deal for every other person that is on social media screaming about the outrage that this woman is racing against other women. Now, if the women who are competing have a problem with it, I'll listen to them and say, hey, what's your beef? And I clearly understand what it is. And I would say, I agree with you. That's just my opinion. But am I going to get so deep in anger about this that I feel like I need to post this on social media and say, this is what's wrong with our country. Do you see what's happening? Do you see what the liberals are making us do? They're making us compete against men now. Now, all of a sudden, they're social justice warriors for women. They're more angry about Miss Thomas racing against other women than they are the multiple anti-abortion laws that many of the Republican states are either passing or trying to pass. They're way more angry about this for women than equal, women, uh, equal pay for women. So, did a little research, found out that transgender people, forget about just women, transgender people make up less than 1% of the entire population. Now, I think we can all surmise that of all the 1%, every single one of them are not athletes in college or in the pros or wherever it is that you want. They're not competing athletes. So let's take an idea of how many transgender people are actually athletes trying to compete against their opposite gender. My guess is that's probably less than 1%, but let's say it's 10%, which that's impossible, but let's just say it's 10% of less than 1% that's competing against the opposite gender. And, you know, I really haven't heard anybody say anything about this. What if it's a former woman who becomes a man and starts beating men? I, you understand where I'm going. But again, I don't want to get too caught off and too caught up in that. 
I don't want to have this, I don't want this to be an argument about whether transgender women should be able to compete against other women in sports. I think I've made my stance clear. I say no. But there are 50,000 more hills to die on in this country. And this is not in the top 50,000 for me. May not be in the top 100,000. In fact, let's go ahead and start naming every single one. Let's see if I can get up to 100,000. Okay, one, that we have a country now where if you lose an election, you could just say it was stolen and the former president of the United States gathers a bunch of morons to attack the Capitol and then come back and say it wasn't that big of a deal. That's number one. Number two, eh, that's probably going to take a while. And I usually only do about 20, 30 minutes. So I started naming things. I just realized that that may take longer than 20 or 30 minutes. So maybe I'll post them somewhere. Anyway, this is not a big enough issue to where I think people should be getting this angry over it. Again, I went back earlier. I was saying, now all of a sudden, you have a bunch of people who are social justice warriors for women. Oh, look what they're doing for women. There go the liberals again, taking rights away from women. I literally saw people say that from the right. They say, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's do a, a, a poll. Ah, you know what? Shouldn't say that. Last week, I was just ragging on polls. I think polls are garbage. Although, all right, let's say every single woman in the country was polled. Then it would be more, more accurate. That's a simple question. What's more important to you? Transgender women being able to compete in sports against other women or anti-abortion laws? Call me crazy. And I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, email me, runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Explain to me how I'm wrong that 100% of women, okay, maybe 98%, 99, who knows? Oh, there might be a little bit less than that because you know you have some hardcore women on the right. Maybe not even necessarily on the right, but hardcore women who just... Do not dig that abortion thing because they think it has something to do with religion and heartbeats and stuff like that, even though it's been scientifically proven differently. But I would say the vast majority of women would say, yeah, those anti-abortion laws I'm not down with. Even if I'm not down with abortion, I don't think it's cool that you're telling a woman what she should be able to do with her own body. And when I say anti-abortion laws, we're even talking about somebody, a 15-year-old girl who might be gang raped. And they're saying, nope, you guess what? You got to have that baby. You know why? Because that was God's plan. God, you, hold on. I'm not a religious guy. And I really don't think even if there is a God, God would be up there going, hey, there's a little Julie down there. It's my plan to give this young lady a baby. And this is my plan on how I'm going to do it. I'm going to have five guys go up to her, rip her clothes off, rape her, and get her pregnant. I'm guessing that's not God's plan. I don't want to get into it. If that is God's plan, no, I'm not going to do that. Because it's not. It's not God's plan. 
period. But according to some of these lawmakers who think that this is a good idea, that God is injecting babies into women by any means. And if he does, then you got to have it. There'd be a little bit more credibility if the people on these social media pages, if you scrolled through it and they were like outraged by the anti-abortion laws, they're like, all right, well, maybe this person does really care about women's rights in particular. But it's funny, you don't see it. You just don't. The people who are angry about transgender are the same ones who defend the Capitol riots. They're the same ones who say the election's stolen. They're the same ones who say it's God's plan to put a baby in a woman even if she was raped. You don't believe me? Well, here's a couple of quotes. These are all from Republican congressmen, even a congresswoman. But these are all quotes from Republicans about rape. Clayton Williams of Texas said, Rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable, relax and enjoy it. Todd Aiken, you remember this idiot from Missouri? He's the guy who said, if it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. She's just like, wait a minute, this isn't regular sex. This is a rape. How do I know how to get out of this. I'm going to shut it down. Rick Santorum, we all remember that idiot. Rape, rape victims should make the best out of a bad situation. Richard Murdoch of Indiana. Even when life begins in that horrible situation of rape, it is something that God intended to happen. Remember what I was saying earlier about the God's intentions? That guy thinks so. Jody Laubenberg, another Texas idiot. In the emergency room, they have what's called rape kits, where a woman can just get cleaned out. You just clean her out. She's fine. I don't understand what the big deal is. Lawrence Lockman. If a woman has the right to an abortion, why shouldn't a man be free to use his superior strength to force himself on a woman? At least the rapist's pursuit of sexual freedom doesn't result in anyone's death. These are elected officials saying this about rape. But... Social justice warriors out there. Well, these poor women, three of them, who had to race against a transgender woman. Well, we're just not having that. That's got to go. It's just so irritating, man. I, I just get so irritated by this country because that doesn't come from a place of caring about women. You know where that comes from. It just comes from a, a place of hatred towards somebody that's not like you. And it comes from a place where you think you're being indoctrinated. That's another word they like to throw around, indoctrinated. Don't indoctrinate my children. What? What are you talking about? You really think there's a group of people that's surrounding your child and saying you need to accept gay people. In fact, you might be gay yourself. Or it's okay for you to become a woman if you're a man, eight-year-old Jimmy. This stuff just doesn't happen, but we pretend. Stop. Let's rewind. 
we don't pretend. Some pretend like this is the world they live in. These are the same people who think Mexicans are coming to get them because they've been told from particular news channels that they are on their way and they're coming to get you and they're bringing their drugs, their rapists, and whatever the hell else that idiot said. They're scared to death. But sit down with any, almost anybody in this country and say, tell me a personal story. You can even phone a friend and ask them if you want to. Give me a particular instance where a Mexican immigrant was a threat to you or your family. Well, I don't know. This should be a pretty easy answer. You should be able to roll this right off the tongue. Explain to me one time where a government official came to you and said, well, Billy Bob, we're here. Those guns you got in that house, let's have them. Explain to me one time where anything like that has ever come close to happening. Explain to me how scientists and medical professions or professionals are on this earth, on this planet, to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to take your freedom away. Your freedom of not having to wear a mask during an international pandemic where every other country is doing it. Your freedom to not get a vaccine when you got a vaccine as a kid and there was no questions asked. I've said before, If you truly are scared of the vaccine and it really, or you think there might be some health conditions uh, that, that may be exacerbated by the vaccine and maybe your doctor told you that, I'll be the first one to stand behind you and say, Hey, listen, he, she scared. Even their doctor said it may not be the greatest idea. I have a friend of mine. She's got some issues, and the doctor didn't necessarily 100% recommend it. And she cries because she wants it. I just, this is what I want for this country. Because even though there are a lot of people who think and say a lot of stupid things, I think some of them, not all of them, because I'm starting to lose faith in a decent amount of people, But some of them really do have goodness in their heart. I think they're just misled. And they're being misled by all kinds of factors. One, we talked about this last week. The conservative media in this country is, to me, in the top two or three biggest issues that we have that is ruining this country. I don't love the media overall. I really don't. But conservative media takes it to a different level. A level that forms militias. That's the difference. CNN, MSNBC, the other none of them formed a militia. And don't throw Antifa or Black Lives Matter at me because they're not militias. Antifa's really nothing. Antifa's just a... A couple of people getting dressed up every once in a while and saying, hey, we're Antifa. It'd be no different than me, you, and the the person that's listening to me in 
Washington, the one listening to me, one of them listening to me in Alaska, one of them listening to me in Hawaii, one of them listening to me in Germany, one of them listening to me in, in France, and we all get together and say we're the Avengers. It's no different. Antifa. Those idiots really had the balls to say it was Antifa first that went to the Capitol. And it, okay, oh, God. Uh, uh, I have to talk out loud and then I have to listen to myself talk out loud and hear what I'm saying and it just gets me so irritated. But back to what I was saying. Let's take the people who do have, they at the end of the day, they're just misguided. They just feel like they need to be part of something and this feels good to them. But deep down, they don't want to be part of this. They want to be part of the society that we used to have before all this bullshit. And I just wish that everybody could just take a step back for just a second. And instead of reacting on emotions, react with logic and react with some sensibility. Now, the problem with logic and sensibility is you have to go out of your way to find out why your thoughts are irrational. Because the emotion right off the bat is just... I am angry about this because I know I don't like transgender people. I know that God says this is a bad thing. I know that I saw a meme on Facebook that made me realize how angry this makes me. It's just a simple, easy, quick reaction, and it doesn't come from a good place. And not only does it not come from a good place, it comes from a place of ignorance, and it's really difficult to talk people out of that ignorance. Now, in fairness, maybe somebody would say about me, I think your stance on transgender women not being able to compete against other women is ignorant. And I'm happy to have that discussion. I'm happy to have an intelligent discussion about that. However, I just want to make it clear that my main point isn't whether or not transgender women should be able to compete against other women. I hope I made this clear earlier. If I didn't, I'll make it clear again. This is not a pressing topic for me. You know why? Because it's never going to come across in my life ever. Now, there also may be another argument to say, you know what, just because it doesn't involve you doesn't mean that it doesn't involve society. And you may be right to an extent. But again, my argument is this is just such a minute, such a small little issue that there are way bigger issues. And again, my point is, is that when we throw this stupid crap out over and over and over again, it is meant to distract. It is meant to keep people angry. It's meant to get people out there to think that liberals are taking over your children, they're taking over your world, and we got to do something about it. What are we doing about it? We got to make sure we get out and vote for the Donald Trumps of the world, the Ron DeSantis's and the idiot in Texas and the idiot in Georgia and whoever else. And we got to pile this on. We got to make you think that if you continue to elect people like Joe Biden and Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or whoever it is, then guess what? Guess what your world's going to be every day? It's going to be transgender people. It's going to be the government coming to take your guns, and it's going to be whoever that president is to allow any 
Mexican rapist drug addict to come into our country. Not only that, we're going to house them. We're going to give them free phones. This is the ignorance that I'm talking about. My stance on this whole thing is about the ignorance that people get sucked into so they can continue to justify why they're angry and why we got to vote these people out like Joe Biden. Evil Joe Biden. What a horrible man. So terrible that Lindsey Graham find an interview of him crying, literally tears coming out of his eyes, talking about Joe Biden and what an incredibly good man he is. And that if you don't like Joe Biden, there's something wrong with you. That's a quote from Lindsey Graham. And I would guarantee you before all this crap and the tribal sides I would guarantee you there are a lot of people in Congress, I'd say a a large majority of them who know Joe Biden would say the same thing. Maybe not cry like Lindsey did, but they would say the same thing about Joe. And I got more news for you. Joe's doing a fine job. Joe took over a mess and he has cleaned it up. And you can... Give me all the Keystone Pipeline stuff you want to. You can try to convince me that Vladimir Putin was so shaking in his boots, scared of Donald Trump, that he would never, ever consider attacking Ukraine. Because if he did on Donald Trump's watch, whoa, look out. The guy who sadly and pathetically sided with Vladimir Putin right standing right next to him instead of his own intelligence agencies. This is the guy that was going to put the hammer down on another madman. It's quite simple. Vladimir Putin wanted Donald Trump to win a second term because Donald Trump was going to try to do everything he could to dismantle NATO, which is Vladimir Putin's dream. Get rid of NATO, and Donald Trump is on record numerous times talking about how bad NATO is and that we got to get rid of it. But I'm going to be insulted by people by them telling me that, no, this never happened under Donald Trump's watch. You know why? Because he's a tough guy. You know why I know he's a tough guy? I heard him talk before. You know what he said? He's like, oh, if, if I were president, Vladimir Putin would have never done this. Well, that's all I need. He's our superhero. Information, in my opinion, is something that be, needs to be spread way more than disinformation. And disinformation is very, very competitive against information. In fact, it's in the lead. And to help this country, if somebody said to me, B-Run, we're going to put information back in the lead by a mile where disinformation could never catch up again, but that means your Miami Hurricanes don't go to the Sweet 16. I'd take that deal. And I don't know if you even understand what a big deal that is for me. I don't get to see my Miami Hurricanes in basketball in the Sweet 16 very often. This is... Take any excitement that you have 
and multiply it times 10. That's how excited I am right now. I'm on a political podcast where nobody gives a shit about the Miami Hurricanes, and I started it with this podcast, and I'm ending it with this podcast. But that's how important this stuff is to me. Sure, you'll be out there and say, oh, it's kind of a trivial sort of comparison. We're talking about a sports thing, and we're talking about the world. You don't understand how important this is to me, though. I'm so excited. So anybody that is any kind of listener that cares about me at all, watch this Friday night, the Miami Hurricanes take on Iowa State for their chance to make what we now call the Elite Eight, going from 16 down to eight teams. They play at close to 10 o'clock Eastern time Friday night. I know it's late for a lot of people. It's late for me. But I'll be up like a kid on Christmas Eve watching that game. So if you could do me a favor, if you have no rooting interest in this game whatsoever, send some positive vibes my way to my Miami Hurricanes, and I'll love you forever. I think I I love you already. But listen, I love good topics. I love good debate. I love intelligent debate. It's hard to get it. So if anybody out there has anything that they want to counter with what I said, I always welcome that. I appreciate it. But, you know, I, I just make it like how oh, you guys would do it. You guys are smart. I, I know my the people who listen to this podcast are smart. So you could do that at my email address, runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. If you haven't, what are we doing? But once again, as always, I appreciate you guys for downloading this episode, and hopefully you download the next one, and we will talk to you again soon.